Welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. We got a little rain today, so hopefully, you know, the quality's not too bad. Rain and vehicle, you know how we do it. This is the Goat Channel Podcast. Riding in a car, that's how we do it. Uh, On the way to work. So it is Monday... I don't know the exact date, but it's closing in on the end of February. Next Monday will be February 1st. So, we got through the first month. See if we can get through some more. But, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl today. Um, And other things, but the Super Bowl is going to be first off. I don't know what else we'll really hit on. You know, we'll just kind of go with it probably hit on a little bit of fake news on social media um, which we, we have hit on before but it's always entertaining to talk about fake news on social media um, because it's a big thing and um might talk about my golf game a little bit because it's definitely improving i finally i finally found something i know i've said that before um but something feels real good about my swing right now. Uh, so, first off, Super Bowl. Talk about the championship games, and we'll hit on the Super Bowl here. AFC Championship game. We seen the Chiefs and the Bills, and it wasn't a bad game. It wasn't a bad game by the Bills. Um, they they played a little conservative. And that probably hurt them in the long run. But in the big picture of things, the Chiefs were just better. Um, If they would have had a game like last week, the Bills had a chance. Uh, They didn't have a game like last week. They came out, dominated. They got their playmakers involved. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey absolutely went off. And then Mahomes, you know, did his thing. Mahomes is the next great thing, though. I mean, it looks, it appears that the only thing that'll stop Mahomes is injuries or maybe coaching changes. We don't know how he'll do if the coaches change, but um, it just feels like he's that next great quarterback. Um, and. You know, and you can, it backs it up because he's, you know, he's been MVP already. He has one title already. He's been to three AFC championships already. He's top five MVP this year. I don't know where it'll land. Probably second, um, maybe third. Could have been first, really. I mean, the way his stats are, he could easily been first. Uh, he he almost looks like Tom Brady, like. Just the way his career starting, um, he might be a guy who don't get all these MVPs like uh, like Peyton did, but but he'll he'll be very consistent, put up big numbers, and you know if he wins another title, that'll be back to back. That'll be two already, and he's only like 25, 26 years old. Um, if that, I guess he is that old. I, I don't know exactly, but that sounds about right. And so he's he's got a very bright future. Josh Allen, solid player, didn't do bad. I don't think he's actually. I don't think Josh Allen will be a star in the league. 
but he could be. He could be like the guy who is about to get traded, Matthew Stafford. He could have that kind of career where, you know, you're a solid quarterback, but it just never, you know, you don't pan out to greatness. And uh, I, I could see that. For some reason, I could see that happening. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. And the AFC game, um, the future AFC game looks like they could involve the Chiefs a lot, just like the Patriots were in the AFC. And then you can see teams like the Ravens, the Bills. You know, there's teams that are up and coming, but there, there's, there's going to be the Chiefs and other teams right now, is the way it looks like. Um, especially on offense, this year the defense kind of helped them out and came around. So that's one reason why it's so impressive uh, by the Chiefs. So, Chiefs in it again, back to back. Won it last year. Let's see what they can do. They're easily the favorites. Uh, if I had to guess, the Bucks are going to be plus, I don't know, probably plus two something. Uh,. It could be a little more spread of that, but I, I think there'll be a plus two something against the Chiefs. And obviously the Chiefs are gonna be the favorites in there if you're if you're looking for betting line. The so the Bucks and Chiefs obviously is what we got going on in the Super Bowl. So how did that get there? Now this one's interesting. Um Tom Brady was out playing. Tom Brady was out there really playing well. Um, and then he threw like three picks in a row. Uh, one of them was off the fingertips, though, of a player. Um, at least one of them. The one I've seen, Mike Evans. And that, and that was his fault, though. It was a little high throw. One throw was just a bad throw into traffic. Again, not smart. Um, and I can't remember the other throw, but I feel like it came out of somebody's hands. Um, and no, the other, the third one was actually just like a punt almost because they were in pretty much punt range, third and two. Uh, he was about to get sacked, so he just threw it up in the air um, and threw it down the field, and they got it on the 20, so it worked basically like a punt. So the third interception was not a big deal. Uh, the first two now, they were they were not good. But the Packers and Bucks, they played well. The Packers played well. Rodgers played well. Nothing wrong with the way the teams played. We got an issue, though. Matt LaFleur... Now, I'm not sure what he was thinking in his strategy. You could have played it like this, but it doesn't seem like the right strategy. So the way he played it was there was about two minutes left, just over two minutes, and he's down eight. So, or down seven. No, he was down eight, or he would have definitely kicked it. So they were down eight. 
and he took the chance, and it was like fourth and goal, um, and they were on inside the 10, I think. So he goes, and he takes the field goal. So that puts them at five down. So they weren't even a field goal down. They're still a touchdown down. And he kicks a field goal, and then, you know, they did have all their timeouts in the two minutes, but then they have to make a stop, which they didn't, uh, to, to go down and win the game. My thinking, and a lot of people's thinking on that one, would have been, go for it if you didn't get it and you didn't get the two point, or if you even did get the two point, two points tied it up if you got a two point and a touchdown. Or if you didn't get it, or if you got it and didn't get two points, you're still only one down. If you did get it, or if you ended up not getting it at all, then you're still eight down. They have the ball inside their 10. You make three stops. You know, you make three stops. They they kick it, and you have good field position because they're inside their 10. So you get the ball back and say like the 40 or 50, and then you still have a chance to go down and try a two-point conversion and get eight again and tie it up. Um, so you basically give yourself two opportunities, two solid opportunities that would have been. Um, I don't know if it would have changed the outcome. Let's say that Tampa got the ball back and they did the same thing. Um, but we don't know what they would have done on that fourth down. They could have threw it in the end zone. So the field goal was a waste. Um, I mean, basically, Crosby got him some fancy points or something. I don't know even if that's a thing in play, or playoff football. But it's just weird. That was just a the very odd decision. Other than that, it was a solidly played game. Um, I would say Brady, he threw three interceptions, but two of them were real interceptions, I would say. Um, and then Rodgers threw an interception, and they probably, I don't know if they both went over 300, but um, definitely both had good games. And, you know, that's the matchup you want to see from Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um, but the matchup is the is the it's almost like the LeBron versus Jordan that you, you would have never got to see. Um, and some people think that's controversial because some people put Kobe up there, but Kobe's not even in that conversation. Rest in peace to Kobe, though. Um, he he's about the ninth best player. If you if you don't know, check out my Amazon book. Um, the greatest of all time NBA edition but getting back to it it's almost like you get a real life Jordan um, versus LeBron the crazy thing about it is they are at the most important position um, in football but you know you, you don't get that same one on one as you do in basketball seeing legends and stuff meet but it, but it would be a, the equivalent to that almost because Mahomes is really that up-and-comer, um, and he's he's coming hard. He's doing his thing. And then Brady's, you know, obviously Brady's the GOAT. You can't really, 
you know, you can keep arguing anything you want to about Brady. Um, and we, we could argue the system. And now, let's not get this wrong. Tom Brady has probably the best team in the league right now as far as just uh, players. They probably have the best overall offensive talent right now in the league. Uh, so, I mean, he has the weapons. The defense is pretty strong and athletic and uh, pretty solid as well. So, I know we're giving Tom Brady a lot of hype and a lot of praise and stuff because he did switch teams and he is the quarterback. Um, but let's not forget that team is fairly stacked. He didn't take any scrubs, you know, um, like some of those Patriots teams. This team, you know, this team was stacked. This team is stacked. They've got so many pieces on offense. Um, I mean, you got to see Mike Evans. You know, he's had like a 1,000 yards every year or something crazy. Godwin, um, who had the breakout last year, is a solid receiver. Antonio Brown when he's playing. Scotty Miller. I love, I love Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller is basically that perfect slot receiver. Um, so you don't get a lot of burn, and he probably did yesterday, but Scotty Miller is that dude. I mean, he, uh, he's really good in that slot. And then you got, I don't know if Howard's around or not. I, I haven't seen him, so I don't guess he is. Bright, you got Cameron Bright on that offense, though, who's had some solid, and then you got Gronk who's that solid security blanket for Tom Brady more than like or more more or less he did have that he had the biggest catch it was just like a little bit of screen fake block turn around catch it he made one move um and you don't see him make a lot of moves but he made one move to miss a guy and he got down the field big play for them and big play for Gronk so that was the game and so looking at the Chiefs Bucks I already said I think the, the Chiefs are the favorites I believe the Bucks will probably be if you're if you're betting man I would put about a plus two something on them um, I don't know until you know we see I haven't even looked today um, but yeah if you're a betting man FanDuel's live in Virginia. If you're in Virginia, um, obviously it's live in other other spots. Sportsbook, um, FanDuel, DraftKings, both sportsbooks are live. So if you're interested, you know, go check those out. And I'm, uh, I mean, you, you'll know the odds on this game, but uh, it's probably it's probably a it's probably a decent. Um, I'd probably bet on the Bucks. Uh, now I think the Chiefs are really the favorite, but if I was just a betting man, which obviously I am, uh, I would probably I'm gonna probably throw a little on the Bucks. I should have done it the other day, but I didn't. They were plus four hundred to go to the Super Bowl or to win the Super Bowl the other day. Uh, this week, earlier this week, or earlier last week. So, 
there's that. That's the Super Bowl preview. It's going to be good. It's really good defenses, good offensive. I mean, it's a solid matchup on paper. That's all I can say. It's just a very solid matchup on paper. So, let's transition this to fake news on um, social media. I know we talked about this before, but, man, it's crazy how much fake news is out there that people believe, like, these people be sharing all this fake news all the time. Like, just repeatedly, just share, share, share. And that's what's, you know, that's what's scary about social media is so much fake news. Like, you can find fake news other places, and you probably used to be able to find it some places, but, like, there's such an avenue now to fake news, like, it's so easy for somebody to change a graphic or Photoshop a graphic or, you know, come up with lies that aren't true. Um, and mostly right now, it's about the Biden administration um, since they've taken over. But just anything in general, like these people can manipulate it, either just bring it out, make it look good. Uh, Photoshop it and all this other stuff and they can do all this stuff and it all just be lies but once you share it in one person it's, it all only it takes is one person here to be like <coughs> wow that's crazy news I need to share it <coughs> and then once they get it and they share it the next you know as long as they get one person to bite on it after it's shared that one person bites on it it's shared again that person bites it shares again so as long as you get one person biting on fake news and just you know liking the fake news that's that's when that's when everybody sees this fake news and actually believes it and it's so funny I mean boy you know, we we knew it was going to happen um, because people don't, I mean, the Trump supporters don't like the Biden administration or whatever. Um, so we, we kind of knew it was going to happen. But it's just funny to see. And it's not just this, you know, this is not the only thing that's a bunch of fake news come out. This is just one of it, one of the things. Um, it's just, you know, one thing very recent that is very popular, fake news. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just crazy. And people share it like crazy. And that's that's why it's so easy on social media to get so much fake news passed through. Uh, because these people, you just get them and you share it. And I share a lot of stuff too, but usually mine's not news content. Um Unless it, I mean, you know, this fake news stuff usually comes from screenshots or, like, somebody writing it out. Uh, me, personally, if I do, it's from, like, a news site or something. But I, I don't do a lot of news. I share a lot of sports stuff. Um, obviously, my business, I try to, you know, get up there. So, you know, just a little fake news life, and I, I, I just wanted to hit on that, but... You know, don't don't believe everything you read, especially if it doesn't come from credible sources. Um, 
credible sources, meaning like news outlets and stuff, because a lot of times that stuff's false. It sounds good, and it sounds believable, and it sounds like something you should believe, and it sounds like, you know, sounds right, and it just sounds like, you know, if this many people shared it, you know, it's probably right, but a lot of times that stuff turns out doctored or just false news, so um, just kind of watch out as far as social media goes about what you believe and don't believe. Um, as far as the truth goes, now, if you just want to believe it to be believing it, that's you, your opinion, and that's that's on you, you know. Some people like that mindset. Some people just like to believe <laughs> fake news. Um, and Trump supporters probably do right now. I mean, they probably do just want to believe the Trump stuff. That's just, you know, and that's not a knock against Trump or Trump supporters, but, you know... If you were a supporter of Biden and he lost, you might want to, you know, believe the fake news about Trump or something. You, you know, whatever. It could go either way. Um, but if you support somebody, obviously you're going to believe the news in, in their favor. Um, so that's just a little bit of social media talk. It did come back to politics, but it wasn't just mostly like it's just an example right now because that's what's going on right now but overall the message is just you know just don't believe everything uh, so I wanted to hit on my golf game real quick I got some YouTube videos I filmed this weekend um, it was 30 to 7 degrees it was cold uh, but got some really good filming in I, I was excited about it it was some really good filming in um, I have a driving range session, a putting session, and I think I have a I had a three hole challenge of what did I do? Yeah, I, I had a three hole just regular golf challenge. I had a three hole baseball gripped eight iron, and then I did a fifth challenge. Um, from the tips or the blue on our course, which are the longest teeth. Um, and it actually didn't go too bad. Now, my driver is a mess, and I believe I need a, re I need a shorter driver um, so I can control it a little better. And I think that's going to solve some issues once I get that shorter driver. I don't know when I'll be getting that because I'm not made of money. Um, I'd love a brand new custom driver so I could get the right length because like I said I want it to be shorter uh, it wouldn't be too bad to get like a shorter shaft for the one I got now um, but yeah I definitely need to try out a shorter driver um, just to get a better I think, I think if I could get a little more control on it um, then I would be able to hit it straighter. Maybe not quite distances, but like what I'm looking at is about 250. If I hit a 250 um, or close to 250, that's we're going to be in that good range. Um, I don't need to be a 300 hitter. I would definitely obviously want to be under over two because I should be able to hit like a hybrid or something at two. Um, or even some of my irons, like a four or something like that. 
So I want my four to be around the two or my, at least my hybrid. Um, even even my three wood or four, I don't even have a three wood. That's one thing I need to get to. But even like a four wood or whatever, four wood, four hybrid, which I got. Um, you know, that's, I'm looking for those to go at least 200. Um, anything about 200, I think I can play with. Um, if my driver goes 250, then all par, you got to think, if my driver goes 250 and I have at least another club that goes 200, um, I can play all par fours that are, um, you know, up to 450. So, that's not bad, I mean. I could play a 450 hole. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it. And usually I play from the white tee, so there's not a ton of 450 holes. Um, so yeah, that's you know that's what I'm working on right now. My irons look pretty good. The key, the key right now that I figured out about my swing is. I've tried the Bryson. I couldn't get a lot of power on the Bryson swing. Um, so I've tried to stay less upright. Um, but the real key is I try to keep my my left arm as stiff as possible. So when I come up in the air, I can turn it if I want to. Turn the head a little bit. Use my wrist and turn it up. But my left arm stays stays stiff so my left arm the whole time will be stiff even coming across my body like I said maybe I'll flick my wrist up uh, maybe even turn the blade a little bit and close it back on the way down um, but the main key is just let that left arm obviously have good balance you want to have good balance um, because balance is still still a big key but you want to have good balance but the real key for me is off of that balance to keep that left arm straight keep it in position and as you're over the ball and in position then you come back to that same spot every time with your swing and it basically keeps a lot of consistency um, and it's it's almost like a basic shoulder turn. I don't do, you know, I don't do too much with it. And so that's kind of where my golf game is. I swung it well. I started out doing the Bryson. The Bryson works. But the Bryson, I'm not getting a lot. Or similar to the Bryson. Let's not say it's the whole Bryson swing. But a real sw similar swing to him where he's a little more upright. Um, he kind of comes back. Um, flatter and longer like his arms are straighter as he's coming back for a while um, it's real similar to that swing I couldn't get a lot of distance on that though so I think my adjustment swing which is almost like a normal swing is to keep it fairly low a little away from your body just a couple position um, but the key is still I, I forward shaft lean just a little. I keep my left arm real stiff 
like I get it real stiff feeling when I'm taking it back and then it's pretty much just regular swing from there um, work on your power work on hitting it clean and just doing a little adjustments here and there but overall it's a it's a it's a pretty solid pretty solid swing um, I've been in between two putters so I'm still working on that part of my game I did some side saddle puddle if you ever heard of that um, it actually isn't too bad but I tend to pull it down the hill a little bit when I do that um, if there was a, a nice little grip um, and consistency with it that would be dope but I, I don't I can't get one with it yet but it's not too bad of a putt so I'm, I'm still learning to get a really good putt I have an Odyssey mallet I think it might be time to sell it and go to a blade I don't think I mind the insert anymore um, so I, I could get the insert again but I think the mallet is um, I just don't really think I like it um, so I'll probably get rid of that soon uh, what else the driver though if I get a shorter driver I think I might be able to I can hit my driver okay but my driver is basically a swing where I open my wrist and I close my wrist back um, so there's not a lot of power to it I come up about three quarters or a half and then all I do is open my wrist and close my wrist and I hit it so um, it, it usually goes decent uh, but it's not a lot of distance so I think if I can get a shorter driver um, get over the ball and keep my left arm straight maybe a real similar swing to my irons except for um, you know kind of being bent back a little bit on it so I'm getting up and you know coming up and around a little more but I try to keep a, like a similar swing to my irons it might help my game a little bit um, I tried that once yesterday choking up and I did hit it right um, but it wasn't like a mean slice it was just a little baby fade and so I believe that it's a, it can be a work in progress um, that that helps um, the key is going to be to make sure my club face is closed um, at impact and not open I don't think I'm coming down at an angle. So, yeah, that's just a little golf talk there for you. You know, if you if you like that content, definitely check out the GOAT channel on YouTube. Um, but I'm at work. Got to do the work thing today. I appreciate you listening. Know this is the GOAT channel podcast. Come back. We're going to do this again. This is a Monday edition. We'll definitely be having a Friday edition. And occasionally we have some in between. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We are to that time in our podcast. The goat quote of the day. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. So if you're a dreamer or really if you're doing anything in life, don't necessarily think about the time it takes. Um, because that time's going to pass anyway, right? We're, we're not, it's not going to stand still. The time is going to continue to pass by. We're going to continue to get older. Um, so live the dream and try to dream. 
Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. That was your good quote of the day. We'll see you next time, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Go Channel Podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, go out.